The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Many have asked me what my thoughts are on the surprise attack on Israel by Hamas on October 7th. Thousands of missiles began raining down on indiscriminate targets in Israel just before dawn that day. At the same time, hundreds of armed fighters descended on Israel using motorboats, paragliders, and motorcycles. Bulldozers also breached border fences between Gaza and Israel. It was truly a scene of shock and awe as militants marched through the streets, burst into homes, and began shooting residents. Others, including women and children and the elderly, were taken hostage. Hamas is threatening to kill the hostages now, one by one, and film the executions. As of October 16th, the official death toll was at more than 1,400, and at least another 3,400 were injured in Israel. At least 30 Americans were killed, and an undetermined number of Americans were taken hostage. Israel began to take immediate retaliatory action, and in Gaza, at least 2,750 people are dead, with at least 10,000 wounded so far. Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed that Israel will demolish Hamas. Nearly a half million Israel Defense Force soldiers have been mobilized for a ground offensive in Gaza. A little history here. Hamas was formed in 1987 at the start of the first Palestine uprising against Israel and is an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood, made up of Sunni Muslims from multiple countries. Their goal is to create a Palestinian state, and Hamas refuses to recognize any peace deal with Israel. They're funded by Islamic countries, including Iran, which, as we all know, has been and is well-funded by the United States. Remember the pallets of cash Barack Hussein Obama gave to Iran. In 2016, we sent Iran 13 separate payments of $100 million, and an additional $400 million was sent by cash. In 2016 alone, the U.S., under the direction of Obama, sent $1.7 billion to Iran, a figure that was not disputed by the Obama administration. If you think the U.S. is no longer an Iranian cash cow, you'd be mistaken. We continue to fund our enemies. How does it feel knowing that nearly half your paycheck goes directly to federal taxes and is then sent to our enemies, used to support illegal invaders on U.S. soil, and also sent to places like Ukraine, where the money is laundered and then returned back into the pockets of the so-called lawmakers, our public servants, who sent it there in the first place? In case you missed it, the Pentagon just recently announced yet another $200 million in never-ending aid for Ukraine. And if you wondered where all the military equipment Biden left for our enemies in Afghanistan ended up, recent events should give you a good idea. Today, it seems that war is everywhere. In addition to the wars in Israel and Ukraine, China has its eyes on the world as well. Then there's North Korea, the rest of the Middle East, and multiple South American countries. And I hope you don't think all this war is going to remain over there somewhere because it's already here as well. After years of our borders being wide open, complete with the red carpet treatment for illegals invading our nation, we now have multiple major crises all around the United States. On October 11th, the mayor of New York City sent out a stern warning regarding possible lone wolf attacks while simultaneously 
Thousands of Muslims, also illegal aliens, invited in, flown here, settled, and well-fed by the regime in the White House, were celebrating the killing of Jews in Times Square and calling for jihad in the U.S. We've also seen record numbers of Chinese nationals coming in over our southern border in recent years, mostly all single, military-age men. Once here, they settle in at the location of their choice, and like other illegal so-called immigrants, are treated to free everything, from health care to food and housing. We're also surrounded by Chinese military encampments and training grounds operating openly on our northern border in Canada and our southern border in Mexico, not to mention those operating in semi-secrecy right here on American soil. In those cases, these military training camps are operating under the protection of the American government. So it's not a matter of if war is going to come to the streets of the United States or to our own doors, it's just a matter of when. And with another presidential so-called election coming up in 24, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out it's coming by this time next year. In fact, I believe by this time next year, disastrous attacks and chaos will be so intense in this country, it'll be unlike anything we could possibly even imagine right now. You see, our leaders have openly aided and abetted virtually every hostile enemy of the United States for countless years now. Hard-working Americans obediently pay their taxes and subsist paycheck to paycheck to do so, and all that tax money goes directly to our enemies and those who wish to kill us. But the tax money ran out long ago. Now they're simply printing more fiat currency and handing it over, which is also working to destroy our once great nation with hyperinflation. And it's all been done deliberately. We see the victims of war in other countries and we mourn for the innocent citizens there. But under the current regime in power in the U.S., our country's become so evil and wicked, I wonder if anyone will mourn for us when the destruction of our cities, now already well underway, is complete and our country is occupied by foreign military forces. And you know, this has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. Yes, the Democratic Party is more evil than we know, but so is the Republican Party. And our good so-called conservative Republicans have done absolutely nothing of any significance to stand against the evil. On the contrary, most of them are complicit in it. But getting back to the attack on Israel, I have some questions, as I always do, with the official narrative that's being pushed by the mainstream media. First, why were Israeli defense forces ordered to stand down for seven hours during the attack, in spite of thousands of calls for help? The television network Al Jazeera aired live stream operations of the attack, but the IDF supposedly remained oblivious for hours. And in one of the most volatile places in the world, Hamas paratroopers parachuted into, into Israeli towns in broad daylight, completely unchallenged until it was too late. How could that be? Israel has, arguably, the most advanced technology to detect and stop such an attack, but it was not implemented or utilized. Even the missile-stopping Iron Dome system suddenly failed to work. These are just a few of the questions I have, but I think they bear investigating. It's much like the situation we saw in August when the globalists burned down the town of Lahaina on Maui, Hawaii. No warnings, despite Lahaina having the most technologically advanced early warning system in the world. No electricity. Water to fight the fires was turned off. Police deliberately blocked roads to assure people would die in the inferno. 
The governor of Hawaii, who has long been on board with the Great Reset Agenda, has spoken about a sustainable smart city in Hawaii at the UN and World Economic Forum multiple times and just weeks before the fire signed a declaration making it easier for the government to seize land and build back better in the way the government sees fit. Then look at all the train derailments here in America. Look at all the food processing facilities that have burned to the ground in the last couple of years. Amazing that not one of those facilities had an operational sprinkler system or fire mitigation system in place. Look at the foreign nationals planting flags of their native countries on American soil. Look at the private money involved. Look at all this stuff, and the best word I can come up with to describe it is chaos. The globalist rulers of this world have now reached a point where we're literally going from one crisis of biblical proportions to another without even giving us a chance to catch our breath. They've achieved nonstop worldwide chaos, and I don't see any white hats coming to save us. The destruction we're seeing today in Israel is coming soon to our own country. Sleeper cells are already in place, settled in quite comfortably, mind you, in places formerly occupied by elderly veterans and former homeowners who've lost everything due to Bidenomics. They're just waiting for the signal to launch the hot war. And don't be deceived into thinking they're not prepared. They're far more prepared than our own now-woke military is. Yes, Americans have guns. There are still plenty of patriots and hunters and good guys with guns. But if you're not one of them, I'd suggest you start making friends. You're going to need them. I only learned recently that citizen militias are actually illegal in all 50 states. Did you know that? So yes, the Second Amendment guarantees our right to keep and bear arms, but it's illegal for us to do so in any kind of organized way. Something very, very bad is coming to our doors, and I don't see how the regime cannot insist that it begins sometime before this time next year, as censorship of the truth continues to grow, as innocent Americans continue to be persecuted and jailed for crimes they did not commit, as the flood of enemies continues to pour in over our borders, all paid for and financed by each one of us obedient taxpayers. And as the wicked politicians and communists continue to ramp up the speed with which they're lining their own pockets with dirty money, blood money, I can see that time is quickly running out for the United States of America. Sorry to be the one to give you the bad news, but all this has been well planned for a very long time. Recent surveys now show that even self-identifying liberals feel the country is headed dangerously in the wrong direction. Such ones are living in fear now of what the future holds, even as they double down on their leftist ideologies. They're so brainwashed they can no longer reason or think. Their foolish hearts are darkened. They've been given over to reprobate minds as they continue to choose to believe the lies. And so they fear. But I fear, too, for my children and grandchildren, so precious. I'm sure there are many parents and grandparents around the world in war-torn countries who feel the same. So, friends, don't think it can't happen here. It's already here. All it's going to take is for the signal to go out on all those free cell phones that the illegals have been given, and then we'll be living a real-life red dawn. It's not going to go well for us. But so many chose to do nothing while there was still time. So many chose to ignore obvious truth when it was presented to them and instead called it all crazy conspiracy theories. The world rulers are orchestrating nonstop chaos, and America is not untouchable. 
In fact, America is the primary target now. But our Creator is not a God of chaos, but of order. I believe He is returning soon and will crush chaos under His feet. Meanwhile, we've been commanded to occupy until He returns, being a restraining influence against evil. We must speak the truth even when no one wants to listen. We must never give up our quest for the truth and never stop being righteous witnesses for Christ. Remember, only he who stands firm till the end shall be saved. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 408. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.